Good morning, everybody. It is your favorite host here, Tino Killed It, with another episode of What the Fuck Am I Doing With My Life? Now, in uh, this week's episode, we are going to dive a little bit more into something I had stated last week about Hollywood the album. And um, I kind of just want to go into how this whole entire thing even became an idea because um, anybody who knows me knows that when it comes to music, I don't release albums, or at least I don't even like to say that I release albums. Um, Reason being is because I feel like albums are used for artists who are established, who have like a, a following or a record label that helps them you know what I mean? Push their product and to a larger mass. So that I, I think that's always the, the standpoint that I've held it on. Um, but there's a very specific reason as to why it is an album now. And that's kind of what I want to spend this episode to dive into. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and uh, take it back to the beginning for just a moment. So beginning of 2020, I had started writing all of these songs. I wrote um, about 10, 10 songs in about a month time span. And um, these songs totally unintentionally ended up just meshing together to form this project. And um, initially, like I said, 10 songs is kind of the same as like a full duration album but for me I always felt like people aren't going to sit there and listen to 10 full tracks like all the way through and through but if that but if it's good enough they will right and I mean I guess that's kind of the logic that I'm taking here because initially how this whole thing started was it was supposed to be a mixtape series it was supposed to be a or an EP series I should say and it's supposed to be a volume one and a volume two and it was going to be five tracks on each, and I was going to release that to the masses in doses, essentially. And I think as 2020 just kind of started to unravel more and more and more setbacks started happening, um, I started thinking a little bit more about how I wanted to package this. Because on top of this music that I have ready to release for you guys, I have ample amount of music that has yet to be you know, recorded as well and stuff, too, because... Again, I still got to get Hollywood out the way. So I still have so much music in the works that it's just ridiculous. And it, it makes me really want to push this out for you guys, just so you guys can see everything that I've been working on. Because um, in 2020, I dropped Goddamn Beneficial. I was featured on uh, Crunch Time with, with Mitchell Keith. And then we started out the year by uh, dropping Chips which at the time of this recording, we are actually going to be recording the video for. So you guys should be seeing that coming up shortly. Um, but as time just went on, it was just how the hell am I going to market this album? How am I going to push this out for, you know, people to listen to? And I, and I need to get it in front of people, you know, and um, especially with this idea of making music my full time livelihood. Um, it was definitely just trying to figure out like, how can I do this as efficiently as possible, but also within my means? Because me being a startup, local, small business, whatever you want to call me, um, I, I don't have a lot of resources, you know? And so it does require me to kind of look into my whatever bag of tricks I have to um, reach out to people, investors, 
sponsors, things like that. Anybody who is willing to really just kind of help out in making my mission, you know, uh, become successful. And so I remember I was talking to my boy, Cam, and dear friend of mine, you guys know Cam, Fly Richie, all those names, Remedy, you know what I mean? All of that. Um, but as I was speaking with him, he was telling me, he was like, you know, something in my gut is telling me that this should be an album. Now, as weird as it is for me to say something like that, it was way more weird for him to say it. <laughs> and um, I couldn't shake it. And I, and, that's, and that's the thing. Anybody knows like when I when I hang out with Cam and stuff and he says something that he just feels in like when he feels something like that, I, I can't go against it. I can't because he is just somebody who trust always trusts his instincts. Like he literally lives by his instincts and I've seen it work for him way more than I've seen it not work for him. So when he says something like that, it kind of really stuck with me. And I, and I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, but there's no way I could do that. There's no feasible way I could do it. And something I've been learning more and more as time, you know, goes on. And if you guys tune into uh, Rocky Does Hair podcast, I actually am going to be featured up on there in one of their upcoming episodes. Um, but I, I did a sit down with uh, Rack, dear friend, and Mitch, dear friend. And we did this whole discussion. And and uh, we were talking about, like, this podcast that me and Rack had listened to where, you know, they're saying if you, if you can't, then you must. And it's definitely something that... I feel instinctually I've been doing since the pandemic has started. And I'm just so glad that I have a phrase to kind of link that to, because that that's essentially what it is. It's anything that I've basically been saying, dude, I can't do this. I can't do this. I've been being like, why can't you do it? And then whatever reason I say, I can't do it. I have to defeat that reason because the only thing that makes something impossible to do it is obstacles, right? So if you take down the obstacles, it makes it feasible. It, it makes it doable. It, it makes it possible. Everything just has obstructions in the way. And it's how you work through those obstructions to make this thing possible. So as I was like, you know, sitting here and pondering about this album and I'm like, dude, there's just no way this thing could work. I kind of sat there and I was like, well, you know, one way I could probably market it really well would be with QR codes because it's something that I've been using ever since I worked with Amazon and something that if you guys have noticed now has become a, a very big part of our world as you guys are seeing everything with like restaurants and hell, even some other musicians are using QR codes as a way to like set up their hyperlinks to set up, you know, profile, uh, profile redirecting website, redirecting. I mean, anything like that. And it really is such a good tool for like artists to, you know, utilize and it's free, dude. Like if you guys look up barcode, like a QR code generator, like, trust me, there are free websites for days. And there are some websites where you can create some like really cool ones. So it's just all about how you want to market yourself. So that was one way. And then it's okay. Well, I mean, I can't say I don't have time to promote it. <laughs> I mean, this is my, this is what I do full time. It's a hundred percent my livelihood. So I have to figure out ways that I'm going to market it. And one of the biggest things is what do you use now more than anything else in the world? Social media. 
So um, if any of you guys follow me on social media, you guys have probably noticed I have been on quite the TikTok hype. I have been posting videos left and right, just um, anything I could think of, really. You know what I mean? Everything from battle rapping NBA players to... Uh, you know what I mean? Duetting with producers and covers and um, even a couple skits I, I put up there too. So, you know what I mean? Again, you guys can follow me on all social media platforms at Tino Killed It. And you guys will see that I, I have definitely been trying to build up my social media following as much as I possibly can in anticipation for this Hollywood album. Because the more ears that I can get on this album, the better. And Honestly, it's something, too, that I've always kind of said about artists is there's so many artists out there who put out a project and they get, you know, so amped up for it because, you know, they put their hard work and their livelihood into it. But there's this constant fear of just rejection from people, especially when you put that much of yourself into something, because anybody saying they don't like it or they don't appreciate it is going to hurt you one way or another. Now, granted, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, most artists, I'd say at least about 75% of artists though, do want to hear when it's not good because they need those kind of like, I don't want to say evaluations, but they just need that kind of feedback. You know what I mean? Because you can't become better as an artist unless you know what you're doing wrong. And even the most stubborn artist in the world can still gain something from really good constructive feedback. So like if you're just like a list, like just a listener, you know what I mean? And you have friends who do music, you know, even myself and stuff, and you find music that I do to not be good, please tell me like, absolutely. Please tell me because I'm experimenting just as much as anybody else. You know what I mean? And again, you guys follow me on social media. You guys will see that I kind of dive into a lot of different realms other than just rap. You know what I mean? I sing R&B. I, I, I do skits where it incorporates pop music that I'm very well knowledged in. And you know what I mean? So it's like you have like people out there who are just really just trying to explore their creative nature all the way through and through. And you know what I mean? The support from you guys is what keeps us going. And, and the thing is, us as musicians, as much as we make music that fulfills us, we also like to fulfill the audience. I don't care what anybody says. There is no high like a crowd that is feeling what you're saying. There's nothing like it. So to some degree, we are looking for validation. That was the word I was looking for. We're all looking for validation from people in one way, shape or form. And if you're not making music to feel validation from other people, you're fucking lying. You're, you're fucking lying because the only way you could say that is if you are not putting your music out. If you are putting your music out in the open for people to hear, then you are leaving yourself subject to feedback. Therefore, you are in some ways asking for that. You don't just put something out for people to hear and then go, but I didn't want your feedback. That's, that's really fucking stupid. And I don't think I know a single artist who has ever once said that. But furthermore, as I think as I started kind of developing the album, um, a lot more things really started to make sense. So one, if you're an independent artist, and you own all the royalties to your music. So making sure that you're registered in your ASCAP, your BMIs, all of that, making sure that all the music you register and have distributed is completely 100% published and copyrighted to your name. If you make sure you do that, it's a perfect way for one, the system to understand that you are a musician. 
Two, that you own 100% rights to it and you could set it up to where you get paid from your streams because streams generate revenue, right? Now, it's less than a penny a stream. So honestly, you're not going to make that much. It's not like you're going to sit there and live off of streams. You can, but honestly, the amount of success it would take for you to live off of streams, you'll most likely generate another income elsewhere before the streams become your relevant income, if that makes any sense. Because essentially, you're going to need to average about a million views a month. Yeah, a million streams a month. I, I would say pretty realistically. A million streams a month to generate a decent standard, of, like like very minimal standard of living. And like I said, a million listeners a month is difficult. It's not even talking about just like, a million streams. A million streams itself is not hard to accomplish because a million streams can happen all at once, right? Like if, if somebody's sitting there and they're just fucking playing the shit out of your stuff and you're like, yo, I fucking like my shit's blowing up and I got like 5 million views. That's great. But here's the thing. Do we not talk about the months after where those numbers dive down and it eventually kind of fades down to little to next to nothing? Because then when we look at that, that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make is you have to figure out other ways to make it other than streams. And that's why I developed the Patreon, because with the Patreon, you guys are able to stay completely in touch with everything that I'm doing musically. So everything I release automatically just finds its way to you. You know what I mean? So instead of you know, you guys having to sit there and wait for my shit to pop up on your timeline for you guys to click it and go there and and do all this. Subscribing to my Patreon allows me to be able to let you guys know when I drop something new, you know, where I'm dropping it and and things like that. Because even with the Patreon too, a a lot of the other stuff that people aren't going to see is the activity that's going to be going on on my YouTube channel. Um, Because one of the things that is going to be offered to the Patreons obviously is going to be performances. And uh, these performances that I'm going to be doing are going to be more than just the songs uh, that you guys are going to hear from me. They're going to be covers as well. Again, diving into different realms of genres, I've found myself listening to music of all sorts um, and just really kind of experimenting with those sounds and seeing what that stuff sounds like. That was what I was doing for you know, the four years where nobody was hearing any music from me. And it's because I was too busy exploring other avenues. I am now allowing you guys insight into all of that. And by doing that with the Patreon, again, it allows me to be able to do that for you guys. So it definitely offers those different incentives. Um, Also, there's definitely going to be an album version, but again, it's specifically for the patrons. So if you guys are one of those people that likes physical copies of CDs and likes having the actual tangible CD with them, that is something that is only offered to patrons. And with that album, there's going to be two additional bonus tracks that are on that album. So it's only going to be on the hard copy album. It's not going to be on the ones that are going to be streamed everywhere. And the biggest reason for that is because I want you guys to sign up for my damn Patreon. The moment you guys do that, you guys get everything. There's nothing that gets held back from you. So, TinoKilledIt.com, sign up for the Patreon. But there's still one more thing we have to talk about, and that right there is the radio station. Oh my God. 
So I briefly had mentioned last week about Tino Killed It Radio and um, kind of what my plans were for that. So just to reiterate a little bit, uh, TinoKillIt.Live is going to be the redirected site that is going to take you guys to my YouTube channel. Um, from there, you guys are going to see that there are going to be live channels streaming. Um, now, these channels are going to be very similar to radio stations, um, similar to how like when you guys are driving in the car and you guys are tuning to different stations for different types of music. That is basically what I'm going to serve a lot of my YouTube channel for. Now, it's not going to stop from having other content on there. Um, but I do want it to be the main source for my radio station. And um, so with Tino Killed It Radio, there's going to be different genres playing um, at all the same times, but you can tune into different stations in order to listen to these. So, um, to initially start out, it is just going to be a hip hop station, um, just to kind of ease my way into it because again, I'm running this myself. So, um, I do have an idea and a plan as far as to build and expand, but just like any business, you have to start from the bottom first. So, um, it's going to start with just a hip hop station. And, um, as you guys start kind of tuning in, you guys are going to notice that uh, there are going to be advertisements that are thrown in in the middle of these the same way that, again, in radio stations, how they have commercial breaks. Um, now, these commercial breaks are never going to be intended to be longer than two minutes. And that is something I actually learned down here in L.A. There are quite a few radio stations that do that. They do not do radio uh, commercials for more than two minutes at a time. So go ahead and just steal in that process right there. Um, but with the commercials that's where the patrons come in um, into play. So once you guys go to tinokilda.com and once the radio is launched, you guys are going to see that there are going to be a new level of patron packages on top of the ones that are there. So whereas you guys can just become sponsors and investors in the podcast and helping out with sponsoring music videos and things like that, there are also going to be other ones where you guys can actually help and invest into the radio station so I can keep it thriving by also promoting your own brand. Now, this becomes very um, huge and where I kind of tend to market it a little bit more is for other small businesses. So dentist offices, uh, salons, barbershops, coffee shops, anything, any mom and pop location. I don't care what you sell. If you play music in your establishment and you are looking for a home radio station that you guys would like to play, I'm your guy. I'm the one that can offer that for you. Because again, even though I'm just starting out with just a hip hop station, we are going to grow and expand. And I have um, several Spotify playlists that I have curated together in order to fulfill out these uh, radio stations. So that's probably the other part you guys are wondering is how the hell is this guy doing this? So if you guys actually go on to YouTube, you guys will see that there are plenty of channels that actually do this. So to get me through my quarantine and stuff, um, I was a really big fan of lo-fi radio. And so listening to just like lo-fi beats to kind of just help with like relaxing and studying and being able to read, um, was really huge for me. And it was something that I was like, dude, they stream this all day long. Like, how do they do this? You know what I mean? And it's like, where do they do it from? And so basically everybody uses just their own different software, right? And it's just any streaming software you could pretty much find that you can connect to your YouTube channel, set up a live stream. And then, um, from there, the music that's going to be playing is going to be playing uh, is going to be streaming through Spotify. So reason why this is huge is because it means all the artists who get their music played on the radio on Tino Killed It Radio 
are getting certified streams through Spotify while doing so. That's a big thing <laughs> because again, you as an artist, right? What's the biggest thing that you guys look for? You guys are looking to get exposure. You guys are looking to get out in front of people. So here's the thing. I'm playing your music for everybody. Now, depending on how many people tune in will depend your actual outreach and audience. But what am I guaranteeing you? Streams. Now, now I'm not guaranteeing you a lot of streams, but I'm guaranteeing you streams. I am guaranteeing that your music will be played authentically because I am the one playing it. But I'm also making sure that we can plan it for, you know, masses with audiences and stuff. And that means working with artists when they, you know, first put a song into the playlist and being able to promote that for them. Right. So, you know what I mean? Um, there's definitely going to be a lot that goes into that. And so if you are an artist who is interested in getting your music onto Tino Killed It Radio, please reach out to me. Tino Killed It on all social media platforms. I'm telling you guys, this right here is kind of the foundation that I was like, this is it. This is what literally put the pedal to the floor on everything was this idea of the radio. Because again, of course, it's it's meant to help myself out. It, it, it's meant to get my music out. It's meant to get my brand out there. And it's meant to get people to tune into me. But the people that I want to tune into me are the people who are like me, investors, supporters, people who are trying to push their brands. Because when you have a whole group collectively of people who are trying to push each other's brands, nothing but good things can only come out of that. Because again, you are now using multiple marketing tactics and, and in multiple areas in different niches to now establish yourself. And so by doing that, you as your you as like an artist are doing yourself a really good justice. And then you as a business now, not only are you helping yourself out by getting some marketing out of there, but also I am a fully licensed LLC, meaning that all of these signups through Patreon and everything that you guys are doing are completely tax deductible. So if you are a business, if you are an artist and you would be giving to TinoKilledIt.com in order to help promote your brand, that is a tax write off at the end of the year. Just something to consider. I think I've sold this radio station enough. Let's go ahead and close this thing out. So to close this thing out, um, I want to premiere something else for you guys. Uh, last week, I premiered Goldmine, which is going to be off of Hollywood, the album. This week, I am going to be premiering a live acoustic. So since I moved down to SoCal... Um, I have obviously been trying to fill in a lot of time, you know, and, and learn a lot of about myself when it comes to myself as a musician. And um, I always love doing karaoke specifically. Um, and a lot of a lot of my friends know that. And uh, I kind of wanted to find a way to translate that a little bit more into live performances. And one thing I've always wanted to do was um, acoustic performances. So like, you know, acoustic guitar and such. And um so I found a group of songs, a set list of songs, essentially, of songs that I feel are, you know, in my range and that I do a pretty good job of and are 
um, cover songs um, of popular artists and, and things like that. So this is going to be one of them that I want to debut for you guys. Uh, now this, like I said, I'm trying to keep it as authentic as possible. Um, because again, it, with, with these, it's not so much about trying to make them sound professional or making them sound like, you know what I mean? It's like the highest end thing. Like this is me just being myself authentically, you know what I mean? Singing and, um, connecting with you guys just through like live performance, right? This is how I definitely get myself across. Um, now I am not going to tell you guys the name of this song, nor am I going to tell you guys the artist that sings this song. If you guys know it, you know, if you don't, I need you guys to go tune into Rocky Does Hair's podcast. Uh, I am going to be a special guest on her podcast, uh, along with a dear, another dear friend of mine, Mitchell Keith, um, where we are going to talk a little bit more into detail about music specifically. And um, I actually do mention this song and I speak about the depths of the artist who wrote this song and how they were feeling at the time when they wrote it. So there's a lot of pain and a lot of sorrow in this song. And it's one of the many things that I feel is very beautiful about it. So, um, I enjoy it and I hope that you guys do too. I never thought that it'd be easy cause we both so distant now and the walls are closing in on us and we're wondering how no one has a solid answer. Just walking in the dark And you can see the look on my face It just tears me apart So we fight through the hurt And we cry and cry and cry and cry And we live and we learn And we try and try and try so it's up to you And it's up to me That we meet in the middle On our way back down to earth Down to earth Down to earth On our way back down to Mama, you were always somewhere And Daddy, I live out of town Tell me how could I ever be normal somehow You tell me this is for the best So tell me why am I in tears Oh, so far away now I just need you here So we fight through the hurt And we cry and cry and cry and cry
as well. That is enough for me today. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Um, again, it's definitely just a way for you guys to just kind of see um, the things that fulfill me, you know, um, especially when it comes to music. Uh, because I, I, I really just do find so much fulfillment in, in all of this and everything that I'm doing. So um, showing stuff like this to you guys is, you know, very important to me um, because it definitely allows you guys to see like who I am as a person and how I'm able to convey like emotion and, and things like that through music. And it doesn't necessarily have to be my words sometimes, you know what I mean? I can I can convey and empathize with other people's pain enough to convey it through performance. And um, this song was definitely one of those things that I tried to replicate for this artist. Now, again, if you guys don't know what the song is and you don't know who the artist is, don't go looking it up. That ruins the fun. I need you guys to go to Rocky Does Hair's podcast where I actually do a breakdown of this song and I do a breakdown of other things about music as well. So again, Rocky Does Hair, go to her podcast, let her know Tino Kilted sent you. Um, and you know what I mean? Enjoy it, man, because uh, definitely like her podcast is, is so great because even though she talks about uh, like herself and her life as, you know, being a hairstylist, um, she also breaks down, you know, real life scenarios and, you know, talks in, in depth about a lot of things, including the situation that her and I went through, uh, you know, through the year 2020. So um, definitely keep yourselves tapped in there. Uh, stay tapped in with me on all social media platforms at Tino Killed It. Follow me on TikTok if you guys have TikTok. Um, I've definitely been putting in work on there and putting in my reels on, you know, uh, Instagram and whatnot. So, you know what I mean? I'm trying to change the game, man. So tap in with me, okay? So Tino Killed It on all social media platforms, all streaming platforms, everything. Um, and please join the Patreon if you guys haven't already at TinoKilledIt.com. Um, and... We'll talk more about the acoustics next week. This is Tino Killed It, signing off from another episode of What the Fuck Am I Doing With My Life? We try and try and try 